What is up, fellas and ladies? We are back. This is Connor with another Fat Roll Sports Podcast coming at you with episode nine. And in this episode nine, we have the Olympics, which was recorded on Monday, I believe. So a lot of so we might have won some medals since then and whatnot. You'll have to check. But I do have the coverage and I got to see my favorite event and all that good stuff. So after that, we'll get into a little bit of the NBA. Not too much NBA, more so Hawks. Um, and then we have our world famous WTF does that mean? And I'll save that for that uh, for, for when you guys hear that. So I won't I won't even tease that. Actually, we'll t- we'll count this as a teaser because it's going to tease my Super Bowl pre-show, which is the first ever Fat Roll Super Bowl pre-show, um, and I'm excited. I am extremely excited. This is going to be a great, 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 great matchup. We have a lot of good stuff. Bengals, Rams. This is going to be really fun. I pulled the stats on pretty much everything. So my decision is actually a lot more clear now that I did a lot of research and whatnot. So I guess we'll tap into that whenever we get there. Um, But as far as what's going on with me... Nothing too much. I got in an accident recently. Everything is okay. Physically, I'm fine. The car is fine. It's just some cosmetic damage. Unfortunate, but things happen. Uh, Somebody ran a red light, and it's Marietta. So it was bound to happen eventually, and it happened to me. And But we're good. I'm going to have to get it adjusted, or not adjusted, but what is it? Uh, Inspected, I guess, and... They'll find out the estimate for how much it's going to be and whatnot and have to take it by the shop, get a rental, all the good stuff, all the super fun stuff that people love doing every day. And uh, <laughs> But and on a lighter note, um, let's see. Let's find a lighter note. What is on a lighter note? It's a beautiful day out today. Absolutely beautiful. We're probably going to get to like 60, 65. Might be able to throw on some shorts today. Um, very excited about that. What else? Uh, obviously the Super Bowl is coming up. Oh, and I'm going up to Tennessee Friday. Going up to Tennessee, got to put on uh some Super Bowl bets. Got a same game parlay that I'll give you guys, um, uh, whenever we get to the Super Bowl pre-show segment, which is probably going to be the biggest chunk of the show today. But um, yeah. Regardless, family's good. Family's great. Um, what else? Shooter's good. He, he's over here chomping on some treats right now, actually, and uh, just looking at my bobbleheads, all my jerseys. Oh, yeah, I got a couple new jerseys. I got a Debo Samuel signed jersey and also a Frank Darby signed jersey. So that's kind of all that's been going on with me, and I guess we can get into some Olympics, NBA, WTF, does that mean Super Bowl pre-show, and then I'll kind of give you guys a little summary to end it all. But without further ado... I think this calls for the Olympics. Let's get into it. Okay, so for the Olympics, I was going to just use my Monday recording, but I said, screw it, we're just going to scrap it, and I'll just re-record, because a lot has happened, and this is my first time ever covering the Olympics, and uh, I don't know, I just, I figured why not just give you guys the best product while I have the product in front of me. It's going to be a little extra work, but who cares? Um, so we'll start with Saturday. We got shut out. Didn't win in a single event. Um, we might've won an event actually, but we didn't win a medal. We didn't medal in anything. And then on Sunday we had women's ice hockey, United States shutout Switzerland, eight, nothing. So they're kind of honing in on Canada 
And then we had Julia Marino, who got silver in the women's slope-style snowboarding, and it was her first medal. That's always cool to see an athlete get her first medal. Also, it's even cooler when it's a USA athlete getting her first medal for the USA. So that's really cool. And then we had um, Jillian Koff. She won silver later in the women's moguls for our second medal, and that was also on Sunday. And then in curling, it was mixed doubles. Switzerland beat us. Let's see. uh, The men's single luge, we didn't medal. That was tough. Um, I really wish we did. Uh, But that's my favorite event. Unfortunately, we didn't medal, like I just said. And then I guess we can move on here. Hold on just a second. Let me let me skip through here real quick. For Monday, we had the women's luge. Uh, no medals, no medals. We had Andrew Hiao on the short track. He won the men's 1,000 meter, which I guess is a winter event. I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh, I, I'm an idiot. Of course, they're skiing down. <laughs> they're skiing down everything. Okay. And then we had the biathlon. We had Deidre Irwin. She medaled. We had Claire Egan. She medaled. Joan Reed. Uh, she medaled. These were both in the women's 15-kilometer individual. And then also in the individual, we had Susan Dunkley, Brittany Bowe. Oh, wow. We had a good Monday, huh? Let's see. Um, men's downhill, we had Ryan Cochran Siegel. Alpine skiing, we had, let's see, Travis Gonog. Um, this is kind of crazy. Men's slope style, we we pretty much meddled in everything. Okay, so we are, I may, I may be reading this wrong, but it looks like we're killing it right now, and I feel like we're not killing it right now. That's just what I've seen on the news. I'm not sure. Let, <laughs> You guys bear with me, all right? We're in the middle of this together, so uh, here we go. We're figuring this out one step at a time. I'm almost there. Oh, my goodness. How much longer could this take? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here we are. So, let's see. I can just look at the medals. For America, we have seven total. So, yeah, I was definitely reading off some people that didn't medal. (laughs) But we have seven medals, five silver, one gold, one bronze. And uh, Germany leads it with five gold, three uh, silver. And then Norway next with four. Yeah, so we kind of suck this year. But um, it's just because in every event, you don't see an American. It's because we don't qualify. I don't know. People just don't care about the Olympics in America anymore. It seems like it. Um when I was younger, it seemed like the Olympics had more of a flair to it, a zest, like people really wanted to watch. But it's all exclusive now. It's all on Peacock, and it's a world event that you can only watch if you pay for a service. And that's a tragedy. And hopefully they get it right next year because this is disgusting in my opinion. I hate it when people do this. Just like Prime Video next year's uh going to have Thursday Night Football. And I think that's pretty trash in my opinion, but who knows? We'll see if it works out. Uh, It's the age of technology. We're growing in that sense. So I don't see it changing anytime soon, but I hope it does, like I was saying. And I guess that's the Olympics coverage. We'll get into a little bit of the Hawks. Uh, I don't have too much to say, but just a little something, and then we'll get into WTF. So that is the Olympics so far. Like I said, or I haven't said, it ends on the 20th. 
So stay tuned. Try to watch on NBC, Peacock, anything you can, or legally stream. That's worth it too, but they're a little sketchy. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll continue. And here we are. <laughs> we are at the NBA halfway mark, or more so the three-quarter mark, I guess you could say. And uh, got a little bit of Hawks talk for you. We're sitting at uh, 26 and 28, so that's right at number 10 in the Easter Conference. We're about, we're about at 500, just under, and uh, it's not looking too hot, but that number 10 spot's enough to get into the play-in tournament, which, like I say, for all sports, if you make it to the playoffs, that's a whole new season. That is, your record doesn't matter before then, it only matters what's what it is going forward. So, I like I said, it's... I don't know. If we make it to the play-in tournament, which is probably in like a month, I want to say, um, we could we could make some ripples because we've had a lot of COVID struggles this season, so I will put that into account. So that's the only reason I'm saying that we have a chance is like, don't give up on the Hawks. Yeah, the record says something, but the reality says something else. So hopefully we get things right, and I love our coach, so I don't know. We'll see. But... Like I said, I don't have too much to say about it, but uh, with the play-in tournament coming up and the end of the season happening and whatnot, I'm going to start watching a lot more. So I can definitely be a little more educated for the pod and kind of know exactly what I'm talking about. But I do know one thing, and that is a little bit of a side note. Um, Hammer the Suns. Hammer, hammer, hammer the Suns. I think they will be the finals champs if the Hawks don't do it, but my money's on the Suns. And... um. If I lose money to the Hawks, so be it. That's a that's that's still a winning bet to me. And um, yeah, I guess we can call that the NBA talk or Hawks talk. Didn't really have too much. Just kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update, kind of tell you guys where we're at and um, what's to come. So without further ado, it's been a while, boys. Let's get into a little WTF does that mean, huh? Because we got on the other side, Super Bowl pre-show. So, it's about dang time we get ready, boys. It's WTF Does That Mean on the other side. Finally back. WTF Does That Mean? Here we are. I don't know. What does it mean? Let's find out. Today we got uh, a little bit of offensive and defensive schemes. Kind of wanted to tie it into the Super Bowl, obviously. And um, yeah, this is the two best teams, honestly, to probably go over this with. Um, But let's get with the book definition of scheme. It is a strategy a team uses on offense and defense to be successful in football games. Think of it like a team's playbook where they can choose any offense or defensive formation depending on the game situation and their opponents. And let me just kind of put this into simpler terms and kind of not so boring is the Bengals are an air raid offense, which means they go deep. They're always looking deep. That's their first, second, and third look. Their fourth look is underneath. And um, so they always want that big play that can bite them in the butt, but it usually bites the defense in the butt. And um, their defense, they usually run a cover two defense and it's a three, four. So that means they usually have three on the, or uh, they usually, they run a four, three, sorry, had that backwards. It means they usually have four down linemen and three linebackers, two outside, one middle, or two middle, one outside. And what this does is this creates an edge threat for Ted Hendricks, who is their 
defensive guy who kind of goes crazy. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for them, but I don't want to give too much away for the Super Bowl pre-show. And then we have the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams run a verticals offense along with a play action. So that means that they have usually four guys going deep and one guy underneath. It's kind of the same as an air raid, but like his first, I believe it's his, uh, like it's, he doesn't have to check those first three to check down. Like if he wants to check down, he'll check down. And Stafford being the old man that he is, he's wise in the game. He understands. So he's not going to take anything that's going to hurt him. And then their defense, I don't even know what to call their defense. They run cover three, cover four, cover two. They run deep man. They run everything. They run corner blitzes. Like they are a pretty dangerous team, but they also run a four or three. Um, so that, that creates a lot of havoc up front, but luckily Los Angeles's, uh, line does a pretty good job. So, um, regardless, we'll get into that in a sec, but just wanted to let you guys know that is what, or I shouldn't say that that is WTF. Does that mean on offensive schemes and defensive schemes? So without further ado, let's get one more hype up. All right. We're kind of going to do a hype up for the Bengals, and then we're going to do a hype up for the Rams, and you guys are going to be hyped up, and you get to pick which one you want to be hype about. But right now, we're hype about the WTF. Does that mean you learned what offensive scheme is? You learned what a defensive scheme is? It's almost the Super Bowl! Let's go! Sunday, 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 we have the Super Bowl! Los Angeles Rams host the Cincinnati Bengals at SoFi Stadium in the beautiful Los Angeles area. Here we have, in the blue corner, the Cincinnati Bengals! They've never been here! Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, he's ice, he's cold, he's got 4,600 passing yards this year, 34 touchdowns, and who's he throwing it to? He's throwing it to the rookie of the year, Jamar Chase, yeah, he's got 1,455 receiving yards, what? Yeah. He's got 13 touchdowns, and who's who's he next to? Who's he next to? Joe Mixon, 300 receiving yards, three touchdowns receiving, and what else does he have? 1,200 rushing yards, along with 13 touchdowns. What? What? Then after that, who else does he have to throw to? He's not done. He's got Tyler Boyd. He's got T. Higgins. T. Higgins with a thousand yards, six touchdowns. Tyler Boyd. With 800 yards and five touchdowns? What? And I'm saying, what? I'm saying Joe Burrow is the first number one pick to go to the Super Bowl in his first two years. First two years as an NFL quarterback. NFL player at that. This is unbelievable. He won. He won the national championship. He's on. Who is this kid? Who is this kid? He won the Heisman. He's in the Super Bowl. Oh, but it's not over there. It's not over there. Oh, 
because we got the Bengals defense. We got the Bengals defense coming up. Here it is. We got Logan Wilson. 100 tackles on the season. What? Four interceptions. What? Who does that? Then we have Von Bell. 97 tackles. Half sack. Who in the world? Von Bell, a free agent? They signed him one-year contract. He's doing this? What? And then, to finish it off, we got Mike Hilton. The Mike Hilton of the dogs of dogs. He's got 66 tackles, two picks. And then we got Ted Hendricks, who's got like 12 sacks this year. What? So, without that, oh my God. God. How did the Cincinnati Bengals not win this game? I don't know. You haven't heard the Rams hype up yet. So you don't know. You think the you think the Bengals had this by a mile. They do. After this hype up, how do they lose? How? I don't know. We'll find out. We have the Rams next. Rams next. And then we're going to talk about more. But this is it. The Super Bowl's coming, baby. Let's go. Dang, I'm fired up. Let's go. Let's keep it going, baby. Now, you thought you heard the underdogs. Those were the underdogs. Because now, now we got the top, the top dog. The triple crown winner. The heavy hitter. We got Matt Stafford. We got Cooper Cup. We got everybody. Here it is. You heard it here. We got Matt Stafford, 4,800 yards. What? He does 4,800,000 passing yards. 48 million. Who does it? 46 billion gazillion yards. And he's got 41 touchdowns? That's a whole seven more touchdowns? Who? Who could have caught those? Who could have possibly caught seven more touchdowns? I don't know. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Because he's got Cooper Cup, the triple crown winner. Most receptions, most receiving yards, most something else, most touchdowns, I think. He's unbelievable. You can't stop this man. That's where the seven touchdowns went. How? Because he caught 16 of them. He caught 16 of those boys. 16 TDs, baby. And then we got next. Who's next to Stafford? Who's, who's he got next to him? I don't know. Let me calm down a little bit. Let me calm down. We got Sony Michelle. He's got 800 yards, four touchdowns. Daryl Henderson Jr. on the next. We got 500 yards. He's got five touchdowns. He's an unbelievable monster. And they got Cam Akers back for the blow season. Let's go! Their backfield's unstoppable. Who's next to that? Who's next to Cup? They have more than Cup? No, they don't. Wait, what? They got Obel Beckham Jr.? He only played five games and he's got 500 yards and five touchdowns? No, he doesn't. Take it back. Take it back. Maybe he does because they got Van Jefferson too. They got that dude. Who is he? Nobody knows, but he's got 800 yards. Every time he catches it, he takes it for a 70-yard touchdown, which could happen this weekend. Oh, my God. 800 yards, six touchdowns. And that's just the Rams. Don't let me don't let, don't let me forget Stafford. Five, five passing yards off from fifty thousand career passing yards. What? Fifty thousand? That's unbelievable. How does you not win a Super Bowl? He's never been this far. How does he lose? I don't think they do. We'll find out. They still got the defense. They still got the defensive side of the ball. Stop. Stop it. Stop. I can't. They got Jordan Fuller, 113 tackles. Oh, my God. Taylor Rapp, 
That dude to baller, 94 tackles. What? Four picks? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Good God. We got Troy Reader. Oh, this is a big dude. He's got 91 tackles. Then we got the big Aaron Donald. Yeah. We got 84 tackles, 12 and a half sacks. He's a menace to QBs. QBs have nightmares about Aaron Donald. And then we got the heavy hitter, the cornerback that nobody talks about. The one that people fear. They dream of him. His name's Jalen Ramsey. He's got 77 tackles and four picks. How do they lose? Oh, my God. We got a Super Bowl, baby. We got the Cincinnati Bengals. They've never been here. Joe Burrow in his second year. The young, fun team. They're angry. They're hungry. They want it. And then we got the Rams in the other corner. They've been here. They've been beaten. They've been bruised. They've been battered. These are ragtag veterans. They want it more than ever. They've been to every stage besides this one. They want it. They want the ring. They both want it. Who wants it more? Let's go. We got the Sunday Super Bowl. Let's go. Woo. And let's take it down a note. Let's take a nice deep breath. My blood is boiling right now, but I still got a few days till the Super Bowl. So I got to calm down. I got to finish this show. Come on, you get in the nose, out the mouth. We got this. Calm, just like that. Just like that. That was easy. All right, so now let's get on with it. I kind of got a little carried away there, but it was fun. That was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, I might have a future in that because I'm hype up. Hyped up, and uh, I might need to do that before I go into the gym from now on because that I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do a marathon right now, like maybe three of them, three marathons, back to back to back, along with 17 brick walls. So that's just, that's that. And I could do that right now, but I'm not going to show you guys. I just want you to know I could, but I'm not going to do it. And uh, now we can get on to my narrative, what I kind of think is going to happen for this game. After pulling those stats, I'm going to be honest, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. Rams. I think the Rams are going to win this pretty easily. Uh, the, the Bengals are a lot of fun. I will say that, but Rams are, they're just too good. Like they just have too much star power. They spent too much money. They bought their Super Bowl this year. I don't think they can lose. Um, or I shouldn't say that they can lose, but I don't think they will lose. And, um, kind of just to, you know, history repeats itself. Kind of, uh, we can get into the college football, uh, playoffs, which, is a little bit telling, if you ask me. Cincinnati made it to the playoffs. That was enough for them. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals made it to the playoffs. That was enough for them. And then Georgia Bulldogs, you know what they did? They won the championship, and that was enough for them. And you know who Matt Stafford is? A Georgia Bulldog. Who's going to win the championship? And that'll be enough for him. So that's my narrative. That's what I think is going to happen. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. History, time will tell. And, um, but I hope I'm right. I really want this for Stafford. I can't, I can't even lie. I really, really want this for Stafford. And then we can get into, uh, so yeah, well, I'm kind of talking backwards right now. Okay. So yeah, that is my narrative. We'll, we'll lock that in Rams win. Um, I'm going to lock it in at 28 to, we'll go 28 to 24. I'm going to 28, 24, a little score got me for you. And, um, now I can give you guys my same game parlay. This is, if I bet $50 on this, 
it cashes out for $27,000. All right. So I have Rams to win by 1 to 13 points. I have Rams money line. I have Joe Burrow over 276 passing yards, Stafford over 281. And then I have Cup over 104 receiving, Cup two plus touchdowns, Cup first touchdown scored, uh, Sony Michelle anytime touchdown, Joe Mixon anytime touchdown. So just that, I need all that to happen, all that to happen for this, for me to win $27,000. So that's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully you guys wrote that down. You can, you can have fun with me and keep an, keep an eye on that too. And for you guys, I have a uh, most likely can't lose parlay. Got a little Joe Mixon anytime touchdown, Joe Mixon two plus touchdown, and then Sony Michelle anytime touchdown. That one would net you $50 for $1,443. So that's what that would come out to. And I think that one's more so I can't lose than my big nine-leg parlay. But uh, regardless, that's a lot of fun. Super, super fun. And uh, yeah, you know what? Let's get hype again. Let's get hype again. I know we calmed down a little bit. But let's not calm down because we're going to win that parlay. We're going to win 27 thousand dollars 27,000 that is a life-changing amount of money for someone like me life-changing do you understand good god i need this to happen let's put it into existence let's get hype about that that's gonna happen and the rams are gonna win it's just gonna be the best super bowl in the last decade how about that how about that all right and before i let you guys get out of here before before, okay, I got the good juju out. Okay, we're good. Good juju on the bet. So before I let you guys get out of here, we're going to give a little outro, kind of a little summary the, about the Olympics, little Hawks, and uh, little. we'll run through the stats again one more time just so you guys can leave with that. And uh, yeah, we'll call it a day after that. So let's get it. All right, so like I said with the Olympics, we have seven medals. We have five silver, one gold, one bronze. And that ends on the 20th. So we still got a, quite a few days of that. 12 days left, I believe. And then we went on to the Hawks, where we're sitting at 26 and 28, just under 500, number 10 in the Eastern Conference, looking to make our way into the play-in tournament. And once that happens, it's a new season, new slate, and we can really get excited about some basketball. And then after that, we had our hype up. <clears throat> still, throat still a little <clears throat> after... Uh, after that prolonged yelling. But uh, we had Burrow for 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns. Joe Mixon, 1,500 all-purpose, 16 touchdowns. Jamar Chase with 13 touchdowns. Higgins with six touchdowns and 1,000 yards. And Chase also with 1,400 yards. Forgot to mention that. And Boyd, 828, five touchdowns. And then they have a killer defense, like I mentioned. No point going through that again. Matt Stafford, 4,800 yards on the Rams side of things with 41 touchdowns. It's just, that's pretty insane. And then we have uh, Sonny Michelle, 845 yards, four touchdowns. Daryl Williams, he has a little more than 500. He's got about 688. I don't know why I said 500 earlier, but he's got five touchdowns. And then Cup with 1,947 yards and, two, and 16 touchdowns, 145 receptions. That's just... That's unbelievable. Uh, that's that's just a that that should win them the game them the game in itself. Like just that. And then they have Van Jefferson eight hundred two six touchdowns. OBJ five thirty seven with five touchdowns, which is pretty pretty impressive considering that he's gone over a hundred yards in pretty much every game he's played with the Rams. 
And uh, like I said, their defense is insane. Donald Ramsey look to be game changers. And yeah, Stafford is five off from 50,000 all time. Burrow is the first pick to go to the Super Bowl in his first two years. Those are some two pretty uh, cool storylines. Look for Stafford to get that 50K. And uh, we'll have to wait for the result of the game, obviously, to see if Burrow uh, cashes out on that if he wins it. Um, but yeah, that is all I have for Fat Roll Sports Episode 9. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys are hyped up and ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, I know I am. I'm looking forward to this being one of the best Super Bowls I've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, these are definitely two high-powered offenses against two. Or one defense is definitely a lot more high-powered than the other, but two decent defenses, and I am i don't know. This is just going to be a lot of fun. So um, keep an eye out. Go put yourself a parlay in if you're, if you're feeling a little frisky. And, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to... Who knows? I might throw in a, we'll do a little live show on Football Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to be live for the game, but uh, check me out on YouTube, Fat Roll Sports Podcast, and also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, really anything that you can put content out on, I put content out on, so you can follow me on all platforms, and uh, hope to see you guys soon. Trying to get more on a weekly basis consistency with this thing, but right now we're kind of on like a monthly consistency thing with this, but... uh Hopefully I can get my head out of my butt and uh, we'll get some more episodes out for you guys. But we had the Super Bowl. This is it for this podcast. And I appreciate you guys listening. I know I'm rambling and um, hope to see you guys next time. Thank you.